Peace, peace, peace. I am Philip Rauncher, and you're tuned into episode nine of the hashtag You Good Man podcast. And so in this episode, I'm going to be discussing men after the breakup. What happens and what do men experience once they're no longer with their significant other? Now, before one, this is going to be coming from a, uh, from a hetero perspective, me being a heterosexual male. But again, some of the, some of the traits and, and some of the, the symptoms and, and some of the experiences that I, I'm going to be discussing, listen, they're universal. They're universal. They're not just endemic to heterosexual people. And so with that said, I was unsure as to what the title was going to be. And so I had two. I'm still, I'm still unsure. But I had two working titles. So we had Jen and Vince Vaughn. Men after the breakup, and then Lawrence 2.0, men after the breakup. Now I think I'm, I'm gonna go with the latter, Lawrence 2.0, because that's the here and now. Many people are watching or have watched season two of, of Insecure, and they know the Lawrence character. And I'll, I'll get into that a little bit. Um, but many people may or may not remember Jen and Vince Vaughn from the movie The Breakup, and how I, I just found that movie to be so interesting. I now watched it at a younger age. Now, I probably need to go back and watch it just because it showed what people go through when, again, when they're trying to separate from one another, especially when they've spent a significant amount of time together. Now, we're not talking about like you know, three days, one week, one month. No shade to anybody that's that's broken up with somebody after that after that that short period of time. But we're talking about, you know, when you have, you know, multiple months and when you have multiple years in. And, and what are men experiencing? And from that movie, I remember he didn't want to leave. <laughs> like he was like, nah, this this is half my house. This is half my stuff. So I'm gonna draw a line in the sand. Listen, you stay on that side, I'm gonna stay on this side. You know, and they still tried to cohabitate in the midst of it. But eventually it got to the point, you know, as it went through the as it went through the movie where they, they shared things, you know, they had mutual friends, which made it very uncomfortable for them. But they ultimately got to a point where they were able to see each other. It was no love loss and they were able to continue on with their lives. And I'm more concerned about what's happening in that meantime, like shortly thereafter and during that process of, of trying to deal, trying to cope with losing somebody who you cared about. And so with Insecure, people who don't know, definitely go watch Insecure on HBO On Demand. You know, they're not paying me for this plug. But we saw what Lawrence went through. We saw Lawrence go through a period where he was in a relationship where he was depressed. Um, we saw Issa cheat on him. We saw him find out and move on. He, he, he left and, and left her. And then he ended up, you know, dating, dating somebody, casually dating somebody who showed an interest in him. The first person that showed interest to him once he once they broke up and he wasn't really prepared for that. He wasn't in a space where he was able to give of self. And so that speaks to, to one of the things that men do. Again, this, and this isn't about all men, because I can't speak for all men. I can speak for myself. I can speak for what I saw in the characters in the show and maybe some friends of mine, but I can't speak for all men. But what, what some men do, um, it's, it's the idea of to get over somebody old you get with somebody new and he went with somebody new he enjoyed that until he started to feel the demands were a little too high and in the meantime he did go back and and sleep with his ex which further complicates situations because you never get a chance to fully heal you don't get a chance to fully heal unless you're apart unless you're apart from somebody 
And so in that situation, he again, he continued to evolve. He continued to pro progress. But there wasn't closure in that situation. There wasn't closure. And so what that did was that had feelings linger. I'm a firm believer that that you should have an adult conversation once the once the, the, the thoughts and the tension starts to subside in the event that it's not a mutual decision. Because, again, people break up all the time and, and mutually and agree that it's not working and continue to progress. They but they get that closure. But sometimes you need to let time heal wounds. You have to let time help you cope. And that time being away. And so he had his flare up at her where he called her all sorts of names. And I was rooting him on because I felt like he was being expressive and I had a lot of pent up uh, aggression. However, it was in an unhealthy manner. The way he expressed it. But they eventually had a conversation where where they were able to express what it is, not only that the other person didn't do, but their shortcomings. And so that's, that's so critical when we're talking about closure, that idea of self-reflection. What did I do? Where did it all go wrong from my perspective? And so if you're having a conversation with somebody and you're, you're trying to have closure and they can't offer what it is that they've done wrong, what they didn't give, and it's all about you, then it might not be a situation where closure is possible. And that is not even to say that the that the person is wrong. But again, in, in all situations, we have our we all have our shortcomings because we're imperfect. We're imperfect. We not might, we might not be as attentive. We might be too attentive. So there's so many factors that go into into reasoning as to why relationships dissolve. But one of the key factors is communication. Because without communication, you have nothing. And especially after, you know, it, it's hard for me to, because I'm thinking about personal situations now, but if communication isn't present during the actual relationship, it's hard for it to be there post-relationship, especially uh, immediately thereafter. And so there's a lot of misconceptions, again, about how men cope. I talk about going and, and, and going and sleeping with multiple people. Yes, people do that. People do do that. People in general do that. Again, that's not just endemic to men. Me personally, I've had breakups in the past, um, actually coping and <laughs> trying to cope with one, you know, not too long ago. Coping with one not too long ago because, again, it affects you. You spend, you know, two years with somebody. You have uh, amazing highs in the lowest lows. It's going to impact you. And if it doesn't impact you, then you have to, I would question how into the relationship were you. If you're not able to reflect on anything, if you're just blasé about it. But then even if you're blasé about it, that, that, that still means, in my opinion, that you care because you refuse to tap into this, into these, into these feelings that, that are maybe that you've buried. 
So, uh, you know, not to get too deep in my situation, but, you know, I've, I've had situations where I've, people just don't want to talk to me. Listen, that, that, that's sometimes be, <laughs> it's been like the common theme, actually, you know, for, for multiple relationships because, um, because we hurt each other. I'm somebody who's very passionate. I'm very intense. And so when I care about you, when I love you, and I'm, I'm all in, that's intense. Dealing with my mental health isn't easy. There's highs and lows attached to that. It can be intense. When you have somebody like myself who, I, and again, I've evolved as a man is going, on, going forward, but where you, you try to show somebody that they're important, that they're special, that may or may not have seen that before from, from other people in their past. That intensifies the situation. And so if it's not a mutual, listen, this isn't working, then that means somebody's going to get their heart broke. Somebody's going to get their, potentially get their feelings hurt. And so I've been on, I've been on both ends. I've been on both ends. And right now I'm in a process where I'm, I'm learning to understand. I'm learning to understand. I'm learning to recognize, you know, my, my flaws in, in the most recent situation. And how can I be better for, not even for the next person, not even for the next person, not even for, for my soulmate, but how can I be better for, for me? How can I make my soul, my spirit stronger? How can I be better for me? Because until I'm in a place where I can be better for me, I'm going to be awful for, for somebody else. And, and people who've dated me can attest, like they're catching me in this, this growth period, this transition where I'm going from the, excuse my French, the, the person who cared, what did she call Lawrence? I, I can't recall. This would be great to have a co-host right now who could tell me. She told him that, that, that he was somebody who, he was an ain't shit person fronting like he was a good guy. And that was me. I was the ain't shit person, but I was a good guy. I was nice. I smiled. I laughed. People liked me. But I wasn't doing my part. I wasn't being honest. I wasn't being truthful. And so as I've tr transitioned, like it, it tends to be like your late 20s and early 30s when men transition into they start thinking more long term. More long term need fulfillment. That people have caught me at a place of transition and it may not be fun. So, yeah. So if I'm dating somebody for two years and I'm like, no, nah, we just kicking it. Like, and people who've listened to the No Booking Info podcast, when that was on it, listen, episodes are still on iTunes, YouTube, not YouTube, iTunes, Google Play Music. It, I had some pivotal moments. I went from, you know what, listen, I'm, I ain't doing no relationships, man. Listen, we just going to enjoy. Why can't we just enjoy this, enjoy this, uh, enjoy these biscuits? Let's just enjoy the moment. And now, a year later, I'm looking, okay. I want to experience and enjoy life with another. Now, that doesn't mean I have to rush the process, but that means that I'm open to it. I'm open to the idea of meeting somebody who 
uh, who I can help um, and who can help me experience this thing called love together as a, as a partnership, as a relationship. And not somebody who I'm looking to, to make me whole. Somebody to help me because I'm lonely, because I want to have sex. Because a lot of times we're in relationships, we're in situations looking for somebody to make us whole. We've experienced so much um, trauma in past relationships where we, that we haven't healed from. And we continue to, to try and go to the next person and to the next person to try and heal those things. We deal with mommy issues. We deal with daddy issues. We're bringing all these things along. Like we're all going to bring baggage into relationships. But what kind of baggage are we bringing? Is this Southwest? Where you could bring two on, two carry-ons on? It's a little small, compact, one under the seat, one up top? Or we, are we checking luggage? Are we paying $100, $200 to check four, four big bags and we got the carry-on? We have to assess that. And honestly, when I was going into relationships, I, it's, like, it's gotten less and less which speaks to the growth, but I'm still bringing my carry on. I'm still bringing, bringing my, my not trusting people because of past situations. I'm still bringing that with me a, a little bit. It's not as big as it was, but it's still there. So we have, that's something that we have to be mindful of and we have to be mindful of these things because when relationships dissipate and they end, Man, that's when a lot of projection happens. I'm mad at you for what he did, what he did, what he did, and what you did. I'm tired of being hurt by men. I'm tired of being hurt by women. When we start throwing those things out, we're, we, we're clearly showing that we've brought a lot with us. That we've brought a lot with us. And so just to stay on topic, when we talk about when we talk about closure, again, it may or may not happen. It may or may not happen. In preparation for this podcast, I, I posted, uh, came up with an idea. It was just like, you know, closure isn't about power. But it's about a last ditch effort to be heard. It's the last ditch effort to be heard from somebody who you've experienced a part of life from. Like, I don't take that for granted. Like, yo, you know how lucky we are to be here? Do you understand how lucky we are? <laughs> and when I say lucky, like, listen, there's millions of sperm. For that one sperm and that one egg to connect to have you here. I never take relationships. I take I'm not going to say that. I take, I've taken relationships for granted. I've taken my last one for granted. But I, I still appreciate anybody that ever wants to spend time with me. Whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's a significant other, I'm appreciative of that. Because, yo, we, we only guarantee, what, the age range from 65 to, what, 80? Lucky if you go over that. And somebody's saying, listen, I'm going to give you a year of my life. Two years, five years, 10 years, 30 years. I'm going to give you time for my life. Yo, that's big to me. That's big to me. 
And so whoever's listening out there and they've, they've shared time with me, I appreciate you. I love you for that because you didn't have to. But when we talk about the impact on a men's, on a man's wellness quad, the, the physical impacts, I've experienced it, the not eating, the excessive sleeping or not sleeping at all, decreased activity, not wanting to do things that you've typically done, a decrease in work production, because it's stressful. Breaking up is stressful. Because you have to figure out how you're going to cope and deal and live with somebody who you've known, who you've opened up to. Like I said, when I invest, I invest. The people who I've truly been with, they know my deepest, darkest secrets. Some of them know me and the ones who, who, who really were all in. They know me better than I know myself and vice versa. And I don't even necessarily know if that's a good thing, but I'll say that for another <laughs> for another podcast. But we look at increased sexual activity. A lot of men do that. A lot of men engage in, in random acts of sex. In order to cope, in order to avoid dealing with their feelings, with their emotions and what's happening. Because the society told us a man can't be vulnerable. And I hate, I hate being so cliche, like what society says, but it's facts. We can't be as vulnerable as we need to be. We can't be as expressive as we need to be. And so it's, it can be unhealthy to have multiple sex partners post a breakup because you're looking for, for answer. You're, look, you're potentially looking for closure to these feelings instead of addressing them head on. I'm a firm believer in making that phone call, man. I'm a firm believer. Listen, you make that phone call. I, listen, everything I do, I do in an intense manner. Right? And then, again, it might not be the healthiest decision, but I'm going to make that phone call. Listen, can we talk? I might make 20 phone calls. <laughs> I may pop up. Because I figure, listen, this has been me. If you know me and how I am, I'll pop up and see you when we're together. So I'm going to pop up afterwards. That's not necessarily the best thing to do. You know, so I don't say, Phil, you said go pop up at somebody's job or at some. Nah, I don't, don't say that. I just, I just stay true to self, man. I stay true to self. I try to think things through and make healthy decisions, but sometimes I throw caution to the wind because when, when matters that are harder involved, man, sometimes we get, we, we go for broke, and which can be reckless at times. And when we talk about the emotional, mental um, aspect and how it's impacted, you know, when you, when you break up and, and you're losing somebody and you're experiencing these feelings, that can be situational depression. And just a short situation of depression is, you know, something there's a breakup. It might, you know, at least feelings might linger for a week, two weeks, three weeks. And if you've been with somebody long enough, it can linger longer, these symptoms. But then we start looking at, well, what's the impact before we say it's a clinical depression where it's it's impacting you for a long period of time. 
But these these feelings and these going through these stages of grief is natural when you're talking about denial. When you're talking about crying, when you're talking about anger, why the hell is this over? Especially if it wasn't your choice. It's funny. It was it was my choice. You know, the, my most recent situation was my choice. I was like, you know what? This is this ain't healthy. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for you. It's two toxic people. It's two unhealthy people coming together to make a toxic situation. But then I had to assess. I had to assess what was happening with me. Where was I at? Why was I so afraid? Why, why am I so afraid of being happy? My mom asked me, she said, yo, why are you, you sabotage a lot of situations? First of all, my mom, my business. I'm an adult. On me and my business. Well, I didn't say it too. I said it in my head. Right? I said it in my head. But I had to, because that's not the first time I heard it. My homie Keon said it 10 years ago. When I told him about it, he said, Phil, why are you sabotaging yourself? Because when we, when, you know, when we get into these cycles and, and this is what we, we know and we haven't worked on anything, we haven't tried to fix anything, we continue the same behaviors and bad habits. And so sabotage is one of the habits that I've had. And I'm aware enough to admit it. And now me being aware enough to admit it, it's now what's going to happen. How do I make myself open now to not sabotage? What do I need to do? What steps do I have to take? And I'll talk about that when I get to wellness tips. But again, with regards to your emotional and, and mental wellness, you know, we're talking about feelings of inadequacy. Hey, why you leave me? And, just, and I know I said, you know, it was on me. And then I was like, you know what? No, nah, I don't want you to leave. I want you to, to come back. And she's like, nah, nah, B, I'm good. I'm good. Lose my number. Don't call me. And it's like, I can't be mad at that. I'm going to be mad at that. Somebody choosing themselves and putting themselves first. Can't be mad at that. You know, but the heart wants what the heart wants. And I don't make no apologies to that. And only time will tell, you know, whether the, whether the heart was right or whether the heart was wrong. We also have an inability to connect with others. A lot of times at the end of a relationship and, and we see men going from person to person, we, they're not really con they're connecting with them physically. But they're not con connecting with them on another level because they're just not in a place for that. Conversely, we may just shun dating, shun interacting with people. Because it's like, why am I going to connect with somebody? Why am I going to try to interact with somebody? Why am I going to date with somebody? Just going to get hurt. Yes, men have these feelings. Men think about that. I think about that. Before I met, I'm about to say a name. Before I met her, you know, I was with my daughter's mother. Probably a few years before that, the last person I was with. Yeah, I dated, but it was just like I, I couldn't. I wasn't opening myself up to anybody, and that was on purpose. And then I was able to connect. But yes, men go through that. Men experiences these these feelings. Shoot, I, if I'm keeping it real, I'm feeling this now. 
Like, why? I, I can't, I'm not in a place to really connect with another on that level. And I'll be open, and, but the key is you have to be open and honest. I'm not going to lead you on. I'm going to let you know, listen, where I'm at right now, I'm not in a place where I'm, I'm considering a relationship. You might hear from me one day. You might not hear from me again for two weeks. Now, if you can handle that, then, you know, we can converse. But I'm not, I, I know where I'm at. And that's not to say that's not going to change in the near future, because hopefully it does. You know, I don't know what the future holds or who the Most High has in store for me. But I know in the, in the interim, there's things that I need to focus on. To better self, which is also be discussed in wellness tips. And then we talk about the impact on a spiritual wellness. You start questioning, you know, it's those that question their supreme being. Why, Jesus? Why, lie? Why can't I get nobody? What's going on, Buddha? You ain't got nobody for me? We, we, we question. We do question. I haven't been in that place. I don't, I, don't, I don't question the most high because things happen the way it's supposed to happen. And what's for me, I'm a firm believer, what's for me will be mine. And can't nobody stop that? Except me, right? <laughs> Except me. And, you know, because again, with the sabotaging thing, right? But it's, that's, that's healthy to question Why? Again, we're talking about state. We're talking about grieving. We're talking about grieving loss. And again, just that spiritual connection that you can have with another person. That can be impacted. And I discussed reasoning as to why previously. I know it's no greater feeling. In my opinion, just that connection you have with another person. Again, that's so amazing to me. Whether it's my daughter, whether it's my mom, whether it's, it's uh, uh, you know, my child's mom, who I have a great friendship with. My homies. Just the spiritual connection that, 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 that you're on one accord. That's a great feeling. But listen, post-separation... Post it can be difficult. It can be very difficult. I posted a, a, a post, you know, not too long ago before I started this. You, you don't know what day this is dropping, neither do I, but I'm going to say it anyway. You can check my IG at Phil underscore quantified. But, you know, it just went through like, <laughs> like my stages of grief of how I see what happens with men during this process. And it went from like, you know, check it out. It went from like laughing, you know, peace, going out, dating other people, playing games, going to the gym. Then you laying in bed one night and you're like, let me, <laughs> and I've been a victim of this for sure. Let me check her IG. Go to the IG. Hey, who, who the, who the, I see an arm. Who arm is that right there? Then it's like, oh man, damn, I miss it. And then you start, <laughs> you get sad. You might cry. Then you get angry. Then you go into stalker mode and you show, <laughs> I'm not a stalker though, but you're showing up at the door, knocking on the door. Dang, I guess that really is drawing now that I think about it. You see what happens? This is why me doing this podcast is therapeutic for myself because I'm actually able to tease things out. Yeah, that's, that's definitely not healthy, showing up to somebody's house unwanted. But, you know, you live and you learn. You know better, you do better. 
And so with that said, I do want to get into wellness tips before I wrap up. Now, it's this term that I heard, and I guess I've been seeing it for like the last year on social media, push through. I see you see a lot of women saying that push through with somebody else doing something banging like push through. We need to listen. We need to push through as men. We need to push through. We need to work through these feelings. Whatever we're experiencing, however our quad is being impacted, we need to push through. In times like this, it's so key. Do not stop living. Force yourself out of bed. Force yourself to interact with friends. Continue to exercise. Continue to do things that you like to do. Play video games. Smoke cigars. Lean on your friends. You don't got to do this alone. You don't have to, you don't have to be in existence. You're not in this existence alone. So you can reach out to a friend. Now, hopefully you have somebody who you can confide in, who you can say and express yourself. I know I've done it recently. Called my homegirl up two o'clock in the morning crying like, yo, yo, I, I miss her, man. And she answered the phone and she listened to me. Shout out to the homie Asia. But she listened to me. She listened to me talk about what it is that I was experiencing and helped me work through it. So then, you know what? I can go to sleep. I can wake up. I can feel better the next day. But lean on your friends. They're a great resource. Try new things. If you want, go skydiving. Go do different things that you typically wouldn't normally do, albeit make sure that it's healthy. Establish new goals. Yo, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing like 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 leveling up after a breakup. It's nothing like it. What they looking like, especially if it wasn't your fault. Or if it was just a mutual thing, like, you know what I mean? But it's nothing like us. We all want to glow up. We all want to be, you know what I mean? When they go to our IG page. Like, oh, he look all right. He's still doing his thing. You don't want it to be like when you're in the grocery store, y'all run into each other and you ain't got the hair cut. You looking like a bum, looking like, <laughs> looking like you hurting. You don't want that. So, so set new goals. Go back to school. Pick up a hobby. Pick up a trade. Start something new. The best things come out of difficult situations. Shoot, my whole new career came out of a difficult situation. Me being a, a, a qualified LLC, me being a public speaker, me doing this podcast, me doing the various things that I'm doing, all came from me saying, you know what, my mental health is important. I want everybody else to recognize how important their mental health is. So beautiful, beautiful things can be spawned from situations like a breakup. Hey, man, I just got a text from my homegirl, Asia. Like, you know, again, big ups to Asia. She said, yo, where are you in the therapy process? You know, because I've been like the last like two months, I've been supposed to get in the therapist. And I've listen, I've been, I'm not going to lie, I say I've been too busy. It hasn't been a priority. I haven't made it a priority like it needs to be. But that's one of the things to go to therapy. Talk out these issues. Tease out what's happening, why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Is it because you have abandonment issues that you might be coping in an unhealthy manner? 
with some of the behaviors that you continue to take from relationship to relationship that might be influencing the reason why you and your significant other broke up. What, what need were they meeting or not meeting? And sometimes you just need somebody to listen. You just need somebody, oh, listen, for 50 minutes, I don't want you to say one word. I just want to just talk. I want to get this out. That's why public speaking, that's why this podcast is so cathartic for me, because I'm able to just express. When I was at Shippersburg last week and it was like, oh, we hope people show up. I'm like, you here? There's one person. That's all I need. And in this this type of arena. Yeah, granted, I would love to be on a podcast, million views list and all that. But the reality is, listen, I get a solid 10 a week. 10 people, but that's 10 people who I didn't have that get to hear me. But this is cathartic for me regardless. As soon as I'm finishing this, I'm good. I'm on to the next. I've, I've released and expressed what it, my feelings. And sometimes that's all it is. That's all it is. And we have to be comfortable with, with expression. We have to be comfortable with, with healthy verbal expression. Hence the reason why going to a therapist could be beneficial. And lastly, just reinvent yourself. Become a better version of you. Again, not for, for her, not for him, but for self. You should glow up for self, man, because that's a beautiful feeling. It's a beautiful feeling. And if they come back, have a purpose. Come back with a purpose. Come, come back. If they come back to you, come back with a, with a strategic plan. How are we going to improve on this situation? Because I've improved. Hopefully you've improved. Now, how are we going to work through the issues that we had? Hence the reason, listen, a couples therapist is, is always good. If it means that much to you. Like people think about couples therapy thinking it's for... Uh, for married couples. No, nah, man, listen, it's enough for, if you care about somebody, if you care about them enough to say, listen, I want to work through what we have to work through, then go. Because it might spin a different perspective on it. They might be able to spin it differently so you can understand, so they can understand. Well, you know what, Phil? You wasn't taking her out like you needed to. You were so focused on self. Keep it a bang. Listen, yo, when you when you talk about her not supporting your podcast, but do you understand how you made her feel in your first few podcasts by the things that you were talking about? Sometimes it, ta- it sometimes it takes time, man. Sometimes it takes people to a, a third party to help you understand. Cause we ain't we ain't all got the answers, Sway. But if it means enough to you, then you'll do it. But as always, you got to protect your quad. And if you find yourself in any aspects of it being jeopardized, you need to take the steps to ensure that you're healthy. I appreciate you guys for turning in, tuning in today. And hopefully you got something out of it. Hopefully it just made some sense. Yeah, I know we're men and I know we're supposed to be strong and we're supposed to be tough and we deal and cope with anything and everything that life hands to us. But vulnerability is dope, too. Being open 
is dope too. Like Jay-Z said, you can't heal what you never reveal. You can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at Phil underscore Quadify, Q-U-A-D-E-F-Y. Check me out on Facebook.com backslash Philip MSW, that's P-H-I-2-L-I-P-M-S-W. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.